Hey yo, welcome to the Side Guys Podcast. I am your host-ish, Eli, with uh, Seth. Hello, hello. And Berg, as usual. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, today, um, we'll be talking about a variety of things, as, usu- as usual. Um, I'm not quite sure what yet. As usual. As usual. So let's jump right into it. I know that we had I had some problems with the editing last week. So the question of the day last week was, which planet is your favorite and why? Indeed it was. And I think Seth wants to start us off. And Seth wants to start us off. Seth has a uh, great planet as his favorite. Ever since I was a wee lad, Pluto has been my favorite planet. And it really hurt me when uh, they decided to say that it isn't a planet anymore. That's messed up, man. That's messed up, man. I, I get that reference. I get it. Um, I have a problem with this. I think your answer is faulty. We asked what your favorite planet is, and Pluto is not a planet. I think since he decided it was his favorite before they determined it not a planet, if I'm correct, then it counts. What's your favorite planet now? Uh Two things. Now my planet, favorite planet is Pluto. Pluto's um, not a planet. It's always been my planet since I was a kid. And they changed it to being a dwarf planet. Dwarves are cool. Um, so it's still a planet, as you can tell by the name. Okay, that's Dwarf fair. planet. So, uh, that's a fair point. Uh, my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite planet Dub. is, um, I think, probably Mars or Venus. Um and let me explain why. You might think, please do, Eli. Those are just the two closest planets to Earth. Eli, distance and I have a problem with that. Now hold on, they're the two myself. closest planets to Earth. <laughs> okay, thank you for representing the majority here. Um, Mars, because I really like the video game Surviving Mars and the board game Terraforming Mars. And Mars is actually realistic. I could get to see that one day. And the movie Martian. And the movie The Martian. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Holy smokes. And um, keep going. And uh, Venus, because that was my favorite planet to be on in the game Destiny. Interesting. Um, I liked fighting the Vex a lot. Uh, no one. And we, they're the best know. villains. <laughs> Let's move okay. on. All right. We're moving on. Are you, are you all What's good? your favorite planet? <laughs> Mine has to be Neptune. Because I think it's a little underrated, and blue is a great color. Blue is and, a great color. And I was obsessed with like the Percy Jackson books as a kid, and I always wanted to be like son of Poseidon or whatever, and his Roman name is Neptune. So that's an added bonus. So, so yeah. yes, the Heroes of Olympus series is what you were a fan of then. Well, no. Yes and no. I know yes. they're talking about the Roman gods in Heroes of Olympus, but... Obviously, Percy Jackson started me on that. Right. But yes. So, so you don't like my Venus choice then? I mean, it's your choice. I don't really care. But if you had to ask me my least favorite planet, that would probably be number two after Mercury. Yeah, Mercury sucks. Can we yeah, all agree can on we all that? Agree on that, Seth. Uh, yeah, Mercury is a very bad element, Kay. and it. Is very dangerous to people. To be fair, though, how could we tell the temperature without Mercury, the planet? 
Um, we don't use mercury <laughs> anymore, so... Uh, and it's not like we got it, at, to my knowledge, from the planet itself. I don't know. I think it'd be cool if we did. It's, it's probably because it's red. The planet's a solid. Is mercury red? Not the planet, um, the element? In a thermometer, yes. Okay. Do you think that's why it has that name? There's a good chance. Don't but, look it up. Uh, it's way more fun to talk about. I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, think you might as red. well say the answer I don't think now. It's red. Now that you know the answer, what is it? It is not red. It is silver. <sighs> I believe the glass casing itself is red, or they add something to it to make it red oh, so you can see it better. Oh yeah, yeah, that's probably it. That's right. The glass, like in the back of the glass casing, there's a small red line, mm-hmm. and when the mercury goes up and covers it, it then red. it reflects through yeah. and makes the whole front red. We're geniuses. Okay. Look at us. We know how thermometers work. You know, you know, you know what time it is. It's morning time. It's intro time. Actually. Intro time. Hey, my life is real great. Feel I'm well on my way to my dreams coming true, and I'm getting to do it with you. Why did or it's called a ship, a ship in the sea, Why like a naval that? ship. Grossest thing I've ever put in my mouth. Cream cheese mints. Sounds awful. It's so bad. Where are you going? No way! Yeah, I'm not kidding. Did you. Michelle Obama come to your wedding? No, first it was Joe Biden. We're back, baby. Yes. Seth. I've got Seth's got some stuff for us today. This kind of pertains to what Berg said right before the, the intro. Spoilered. Spoiler. He it. said it's morning time. Now I've got a problem. A lot of people you know how the day ends at twelve o'clock midnight? Of course. People that say, Oh, actually it's a new day at twelve oh one or twelve oh two, any time after twelve o'clock, it's really annoying. When you say good bed at 12.30 and you're going to bed and they say, actually, it's morning. No. That doesn't work. Yeah. Those are the worst type of people. I agree with you because that those are also the type of people at sleepovers where you're like, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. And it's past 12 and they're like, oh, actually, it's today. I'll see you today. Like, shut up. Okay. There's one inherent <laughs> problem with this. Holy smokes, the washing machine just went off. <laughs> so... Wait, let me finish. Uh, my ears. <laughs> so I think... <laughs> Seth, go take I... care of that. <laughs> uh, anyways, I think you can't really say good morning until you wake up in the morning. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like for... Whatever If you wake is. up at six. Whatever that is. You can say good morning. Even if you went to bed after midnight. I agree. Yeah, what I have to say is I think... That you can't say good morning, even if you stay up all night, until like four thirty, five o'clock. If you stay up until, like if you stay all up right. all night, 5 o'clock, 4.30, earliest you can say good morning. Because that's when people actually start waking up for the new day. 5 a.m.? Yeah. People who, sure. who work in the morning. This past summer, I woke up at 5 a.m. very frequently. To be at work at 7? At seven, with an hour and fifteen minute drive. Oh, great time. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess I'm not used to 
Call I would time. say the only that only two days or maybe three days of the year you can say good morning or talk about it being a new day at midnight, and that is Christmas Eve when it turns to Christmas. Yes. New Year's Eve when it becomes a new year. Mm-hmm. And someone's birthday. Yes. You nailed all three. Here is the problem I have. Berg, the scenario Berg presented was, wait, do you remember what it was? You had a sleepover. see you tomorrow. Yeah. But it's actually today. My problem is not with the guy who says, oh, well, it's actually already tomorrow. It's the guy who says, see you tomorrow. <laughs> no, okay. you're just lame if you no, say that. No, that was that. a that dumb so scenario. But people say, like, see you tomorrow when they're leaving their friend's house after 12 if they're going to see each other tomorrow. Oh, like, okay. Like we do in the dorm room. Yeah. Sure. All right. That makes more sense. Yeah. I was thinking, like, two no, guys that would be dumb. sleep over on a Friday night and they're like, <laughs> Uh, see you tomorrow because they're going to sleep and that they're going to wake up. <laughs> no, you're just as dumb as the guy who says, actually, it's today. No, yeah. Less or more dumb, I would say. Yeah, you say good night, you go to bed, and you wake up. Then you can say good morning. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we can agree on yeah. this. What if someone takes a nap? Ever. If someone takes a nap, yeah, what about it? Well, I mean, like, then can you. The day. Is there, like, a length of nap that you can say, like, Good morning. No, but I say it as a joke sometimes. If someone takes a long nap, you can jokingly say good morning as if they just slept. Right. You know what's even worse than that, though? Is, like, my whole family's early risers. So during quarantine, if I woke up past, like, 9 and went downstairs, I'd be like, oh, good afternoon. (laughs) We've been up for 15 hours. Like, I don't care. I have nothing to do during quarantine. Those people are the worst. You woke up at 9 during quarantine? No, I was just trying to make the listeners think I was a good person. I woke up at, like, probably average 11 because I can't really sleep in. Yeah. Past 11. Yeah. That's fair. Seth, what else you got? Oh, I've got something. So, this past week, I think it was a day or two ago, not only me, but Berg and Eli talked to both of you earlier. Yes. And we all got recommended the same video on YouTube from some European guy who was the title of the video was something along the lines of why American cities are designed so poorly. Yeah. And all he did was talk about nonsense about how American cities are designed to be used with cars while European cities are designed for foot track foot traffic and biking. Yeah. I mean so I got recommended the video. Let me say, I didn't watch it. The thumbnail was exquisite. Like the map of the city, I think it was a map of Philadelphia, the one I got recommended. And it was like highlighting the parking spaces because yeah, that's something the thumbnail we talked was, about. On one side of the thumbnail, it was Paris, ah, I yeah, think, yes, a map of Paris. And then on the other side, a map of Philadelphia. Yeah. Um. The thumbnail was very good. The title was very good. I'm surprised I didn't click on it. I think... I had something else to do at the time or a different YouTube video I was watching or something. Yeah, the but, first the first time that I saw the thumbnail, I was like, oh, that looks like a good video. But I didn't click on it. Then I came back later and it popped up again. I was like, oh, it's here again. It must be good. It must be good. I clicked on it. It just made me mad. So I, I'm going to go watch this video like sometime during Thanksgiving break because I am interested in the points he makes. I watched like the first couple minutes of the video and I turned it off because it was dumb. But 
from the part I watched, the main thing he talked about was parking spaces in Philadelphia. And if you're listening to this, this is my rebuttal to that. His claim was like Philadelphia has two, like almost two to one ratio of parking spaces. It has 2.2 million parking spaces, but only 1.6 million people live in Philadelphia. Thanks, Seth. And in Europe somewhere, he was saying there's one parking space for every three people. Can you confirm? That's correct. Thank you. And so my problem with that is one, people don't that don't live in Philadelphia still come to Philadelphia to visit. So you can't just base it off their base population. And two, if you're trying to go to like a certain place in Philadelphia and those parking spots are filled up, like you can't say like, oh, but there's still more parking spots in the whole city of Philadelphia that you could park somewhere else in. It was just, and yeah. you're talking about underground parking, and I don't want to get too far into it, but it was a really dumb video. I, I'm, we're going to take a little trip back in time. Say like 400 years. This is my response. Well, yeah, about 400 years. Right. Guess what? The United States wasn't a thing, but Europe Correct. had been around for who knows how long. Long time. Long time. So back then, did they have cars? No, no sir. They built their cities to be within walking distance of things. Those cities didn't burn down. They didn't go away. They just expanded with already a very high population. They're still there today. They expanded, and so they had to pack a ridiculous amount of people into very close quarters and things were already close quarters because no one had cars yet. So when people came to the U.S. and we started building cities, yes, we have very compact cities, but while they were being built, as we moved farther west, we had things like trains and trains. <laughs> and, and, then, and then cars. And then cars. Eventually. One might call them land planes. <laughs> No, 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 no. They Wheel call them ships. rail ships. <laughs> rail ah. ships. I was thinking of ships, not planes. Um, My bad. And so, therefore, since we already had those things, and guess what? No one really wants to live in super close quarters with other people and super tiny apartment buildings, right? No That's one wants correct. to do that where the best view they have is of the brick wall two feet away from their window. So people decide to live a little farther apart because guess what? We have cars. We can go places. And we're not European bums. Our states are large and they cover the size of what a lot of countries. Our country over there is bigger do. than your continent. Yeah. Some Correct. <laughs> Boom. What now? So when we're spread apart that much while you guys are all packed in that little country. Have fun with diseases. <laughs> hey. To our friend in Germany, we love you. It's just more or less the person that made this video and some other people, mostly from, like, London. All the people who liked it. It's really just the the guy who made the video. Yeah. If you made it farther than Berg did, he really loved bikes and walking. Bikes and are great. The way that he talked about America, he it made it sound like you can't ride a bike anywhere or walk anywhere. He talked all about how America doesn't have sidewalks or bike lanes or anything. I'm just saying... In all my time in America, which is my whole life, everywhere I've lived has had sidewalks. Yeah, I don't everywhere know. you want to go, sidewalks. This sounds like a guy who's he's never actually been to America. Actually, he's just, he's just in the video on. he talks about how he's been to America once with his family, and he was so upset that he had to walk through a parking lot to get to like a restaurant instead of walking on a sidewalk. 
My Yikes. main question is, why didn't he just drive a car to get to the restaurant? And do you think he's talking about how they parked on one end of the parking lot and walked to, into the restaurant? Because, like, there's some pretty big parking lots, like, at malls and stuff. No, I think that he was talking about how he walked from, like, their hotel to okay. the restaurant and well, walked through a of parking lot. privileged bum. Like, come on, man. You don't have to have... It's concrete. It's all the same. You can step over a curb here and then. Another problem... Kind of different, but similar because it's about Europeans, and it's something that kind of annoyed me. So, you guys don't know this, I don't think, but I'm going to study abroad in Rome next semester. And so, I was curious, just out of pure curiosity, no other underlying reasons, I was wondering what European women think of American men. So, I looked it up, and there was a website comparing American men to European men. And it just absolutely crapped on American men. What was the website called? All 10... Uh, I don't remember, but it's basically like what dating a European man versus an American man is like. And there's no... like All 10 of them were just like talking about how so nice and mature European men are. <laughs> and American men are just super snobby and picky and they don't like treat you oh, well and stuff like okay. that. Okay. And I was like, this is too far. Like, you probably had one bad experience with an American man. And just my general problem I, Americans do it too to Europeans, but I feel like Europeans have this stereotype of an American that they either see on TV or like they maybe met a couple Americans that were like this. But they just assume all Americans are like that. Like, super f- like fat and annoying and loud and stuff. And sure, we're probably louder than Europeans, but we just are the best country in the world. Some of the skinniest people I know are American. <laughs> uh, me too, and I all I know is we certainly are not loud in America. We're, uh, we're nice, cordial yeah, people. We're pretty chill. Unless can, you talk about how you're... Unless you complain about walking across a parking lot. <laughs> unless you talk about being scared because you're walking on a sidewalk. He was saying that kids in America are basically under house arrest until they're 16 because they can't leave their house because you can't walk down the can't street drive. or ride a bike because, oh, right. our towns aren't bike bike safe. I can tell I you. I biked to the, the west side that was like two miles away from my house every day one summer and got something, a drink or a snack there. That's, I don't get it. Yeah, all I know is all of my childhood, rode my bike to school a lot of times. After school, ride my bike to my friend's house all summer. Only way I got anywhere, my bike. Yeah. This guy's lost. Yeah. Lost. I loved biking around, and I was honestly faster on a bike, depending on how far away my friend's house was. I was faster that's, on a bike than driving. That's a great point. Because I, w- I just became a super efficient biker. I may or may not have skipped like all the stop signs or s- and stoplights and stuff like that, because they're optional when you're biking. More or less. Yeah. If are you biking on the road? Uh, yes. If it's depending on if it was laid out, like I'm biking home from my friend's house at eleven when I was younger, then yes. Okay. Then because there's no illegal. cars out. If if you're biking but on the road, then I go basically a car. when it's a stoplight. I'll go up to the sidewalk to press the button and cross on the sidewalk. I beat the system. Okay. Basically. We got to remember that his town is bigger than ours, because I don't know what kind of chump gets off their bike to press the button, or presses the button anyway. Listen, you just go across that. Especially if you're saying that it's late at night and you're riding home. 
I mean, granted, I guess you are going over to the sidewalk just so that way you don't have to follow the rules of the road, but yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Moral of the story, this guy's a moron and America is yeah. designed perfectly. Um, well, okay. Let's not go that far. Is not designed perfectly, but is it's perfectly fine with how perfectly America Perfectly fine. How yes. America is uh, designed because it's designed for automobiles where you can drive from city to city instead yeah. of hopping on your bike and then oh no, I can't leave my city because all I have is a bike and my two legs. Berg, I have an assignment for you when you go to Rome. I need you to keep decently extensive notes they have Vespas there. Your thoughts about the city, transportation, road, road quality. Because you can come back and we can absolutely rail Europe if their prized city, Rome, is just a piece of trash. I heard all roads lead to Rome. Mm-hmm. It's actually somewhat true. That kind of blew my mind. It's crazy, man. That, okay, what about roads in England? I, yeah, they'll eventually they just go through the, the, what is it called? The tunnel that goes under the channel, channel. <laughs> <laughs> no nope. channel. <laughs> no. It, no, it is. They call it the channel. Yeah, because the channel it's the tunnel under the channel. It's literally called the channel. I don't believe you. Then look it up. No. Thank you. Okay, I have I have a little uh, overrated, underrated. Um, Hit us. Cereals. I got thinking about cereals because a good friend of mine named Peter had never had Captain Crunch before, and he had it for the first time. So that's my first one. I think this is quite overrated. Easy. You, you piece! Like, come on! What? Yeah, <laughs> Captain uh, Crunch is amazing. I feel like. It's rated. Yeah. It's definitely not It's underrated. rated 10 out of 10. No, no, no. If, if you're uh. going to say that it's rated 10 out of 10, it's overrated. No. Because it's like a 7. No. Yeah. Maybe a 6. It's what? overrated because so many people think it's like so good and it's just it mediocre or maybe slightly above at best. Captain Same Crunch. Same with Frosted Flakes. Listen, you get the sugar. You get the honey flavor. That is a staple of good cereals. Popular cereals, they're honey, honey flavored. You get the crunch, but when you get to the bottom of the bowl, it's you get the soft, you know? You get the squishy, and Negative. it tastes great the whole time. There's so many better cereals, though. Okay, okay, fine. Captain Crunch, 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, moving on. To Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's Fantastic not where I was going cereal. because I will. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is also rated. I'm going to say rated. I have to agree with you. I don't think it's underrated because so many people think it's good, but yeah. I also don't think it's overrated because it is objectively the best cereal out there. I would agree. Rated at 10 out of 10. By far my favorite cereal. On my cereal tier list, Captain Crunch and Cinnamon Toast Crunch were tied at the top spot. Because I can't, I honestly can't differentiate between the two. They're very different. They they provide you different things, but they both they both are very good. So, yeah, ten out of ten, cinnamon toast crunch. I have a hot take on cereal. Okay, 
Unless you want to hit, do you have more? No, no, no. We'll, overrated, we'll, underrated cereals. I'm sure I'll work them in somewhere. Sure. I prefer my cereal soggy. And people hate um, me for that. Yeah. I, I would say consider me in that group. Uh, I wouldn't say I hate you because some cereal is good soggy, but you can't just have only soggy. Cereal. Some cereal is good soggy, but it's not better. It's never better. The soggy cereal is good when it's like you just had a half a bowl of nice crunchy cereal and then you're wrapping it up. Yeah. The second half has been there a little longer, but a little bit soggy. But the second half of eating a bowl of cereal is never as good as the first half. Uh, it is depending on uh, if like if the top is like dry cereal. Right, it can't be dry. Okay, I'll agree with you there. It cereal. Well, I'm gonna go farther than that. Yeah, soggy though. I like legit soggy. Like before high school, I'd pour my bowl of cereal, cereal first, obviously, and then milk. You let it sit, and then I do everything else to get ready for the day, and then I come back and oh. eat my soggy cereal, and then I'll go brush my teeth. That's so disappointing. <laughs> that is so disappointing. But that's disgusting. It was I would stuff. Even say. Cereal such as like cornflakes, which is so much better soggy. Okay, I can I can get behind that. Uh, I can't get behind that, and I also can't get behind um, brushing your teeth after you eat your cereal because that's actually worse for you. Really? I know it is, but it makes my breath brushing smell your teeth better. after you eat. Or and just I after hate cereal? I hate eating stuff after I brush my teeth. Uh, just after you eat, when you wake up in the morning, you should brush your teeth mm-hmm. before. You eat anything. I've actually heard that. I'm aware of that. When you wake care. up in the morning, there's actually very few germs in your mouth, even though your breath is really bad. There's very few germs because you've been like laying there, probably with your mouth open all night, and so the germs like die or get swallowed or like they don't. They don't just when you lay there normally. That's why you have bad breath. The saliva just sits in your mouth. Oh. But you do have, like, plaque and stuff in your mouth. Yeah. And it's good to brush before. Right. If you get stuff caught in your teeth, that's one thing. But, like, I've heard, I don't remember who was telling me this. Some guy was saying, like, that his dentist recommends you brush your teeth at night really, really well before you go to bed. And then in the morning, just use mouthwash. And then use mouthwash after you eat lunch, too. But then you only need to brush, like, scrub. Once a day, if you use mouthwash in the mornings and after lunch. Interesting. It is very interesting. Do you want to know a cereal I discovered this semester? Sure. I will admit it. I used to be a hater of cinnamon. No, not cinnamon. Honey bunches of oats. I was. That was my next one. <laughs> my next because one. Honey, bunch of, honey bunches of oats is my, like, favorite. my favorite underrated cereal. That's it's like fair. in my top five for sure. It's very good. The whatever those like the bunches yeah, the, part. The, yeah, the those are so good. Or something yeah. I know that's so good. I don't but know what it is. I I used to hate it, but it was part partially because I never had it and people were so obsessed with it. And I'm like, I haven't had it, so it must not be good. And I had it this semester, and I've only had it for breakfast ever since. It's so good. It's actually so good. Do you let it soak before you eat it? I've never had them. Um, it kind of I do. It gets personally. really soggy naturally. The clump doesn't get soggy, which is the best part. Yeah, but the other part does, which is great. So it's like a perfect mixture of everything soggy except the great. Clumps. Honey bunches of oats is one thing that I'll say is 
could be better soggy. I think that we need to loop back around to how you said the part that doesn't get soggy is the best part of the cereal after your hot take was cereal is better soggy. No, this is different because I'm not saying it's good because it doesn't get soggy. I'm just saying generally it's the best part and it is more or less physically unable to get soggy in the amount of time I let my cereal sog. (laughs) (laughs) That was gross. That was really gross. Soak. Soak. I like sog better. (laughs) We do Sog. not. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> um, okay. Seth, what do you think about Honey Bunches of Oats? Uh, I can't say that I've ever had it. Uh, add it to it the list. Let's, well, let's review the list, and then I'll go on to my last cereal. Cream cheese mints. Cream cheese mints. Honey Bunches honey of bunches Oats. Honey Bunches of Oats. Bebops. Bebop. And one other thing that we talked about. Last Martian. episode, the Martian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Berg has to watch the Martian. Okay. Perfect. We just gotta review that every episode because we're gonna add things on every episode. I guarantee it. We did this time. We did this time. That's for sure. Honey bunches of oats. Okay. Next. For uh, our boy in Colorado, you know who you are. Fruity Pebbles. Can't say I've ever had it. Fruity Pebbles. Are, are you overrated. kidding me? Fruity. How have you not had Fruity Pebbles? My that mom is never really let me cereal. have super sugary yeah, cereals like, as a kid. You've never had it And once. when I got to choose, I would either choose Reese's Puffs or Lucky Charms. Or Cinnamon Toast Crunch when I got older. Okay. Uh, Fruity Pebbles are overrated. They're just too sugary and... Yeah. Super overrated. Granted, I am a big fan of uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is also sugary, but it's not like just sugar, you know? It's got a little more flavor yeah. instead of just sugar flavor. Yeah, and the colors are honestly kind of, it kind of turned me off. Like, the milk at the end uh, makes weird, like, yeah. uh, it's a little bad color. It's colored. It's just all the colors combined. It's interesting. I think it's this the size for me because I really like Fruit Loops, um, and they're arguably just as colorful. They're just as colorful, but. Yeah, I'd say the size does not Just the, help. the idea of like shoveling like 25 fruity pebbles in your mouth at once in one spoonful is just a little instead weird. Of, instead of like four loops of yeah, fruit? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any more? No, but I do want to say one more thing. Um, our friend Lucas in Colorado, he loves fruity pebbles, but he puts orange juice in it. And he eats it with orange juice. <laughs> I have only put orange better. juice once in my cereal, and that was completely on accident. It was dumb. I threw it away, I think. Uh, can I ask what cereal you were making, and what time of the day was it that you accidentally put orange juice in it? It was it be before school. Oh, my goodness. And, well, it was super early, and I was in elementary school, I think, and I had my empty cup next to my bowl of cereal, and I had orange juice, and I wasn't thinking, and I just poured it in... My cereal. So was this pre-sog or post-sog? This was, nothing was in the bowl yet. So it was pre-sog. Yes. Did you notice pre-sog? Uh, by nothing being in the bowl, the cereal itself, but no liquid was in the bowl yet. Did you notice or did you come back for the post-sog eat and you were like, oh, dang. This was in elementary juice. school, so I'm not sure if I sogged yet. Ah, and, you were pure. And also, I noticed right as... I like poured it in, but I had already contaminated the whole cereal. Uh, so it was before your sog days, and you just had the classic mix-up. Instead of pouring it in the cup, you poured it in the bowl. 
You know, people like, do that. People yeah. do that. People that's mess like, up. It's uh, like when you finish pouring your glass and then you go to put the lid back on the the jug of milk or whatever, and then you almost put it on the cup because you're not thinking. You can't. You can't tell me. I it's can't. Not I to you. don't. I. You're like you have me. a disposable I can't plate. To that. This might be too specific of a situation, but oh, disposable boy. plate and normal silverware, and you go to the trash can, and you almost throw away the silverware and put the plate in the dish- dishwasher. Okay. Yeah, I've done that. Or like something of that sort, where you have one thing you can throw away, one thing you can't, and you mix them up. Mm-hmm. Can't say I've ever done that, but I do see how you would. Okay, so I have a story kind of relating to cereal, but not really. I was just eating cereal at the time the story happened. Okay, <laughs> that feels related. Yeah. So, did you guys ever have like the cookie cereal with like the wolf with cookie the mascot? Crisp. Yeah. Cookie yeah. Crisp. Sure. Uh, Great cereal. Yeah. Rated. Okay. Sure. Nine out of ten. Anyways, everyone likes it. I was in I want to say North Carolina with my family and my cousins, and we were at this house, and um, me and my cousin were inside at the table, eating our cookie crisp doing the maze on the back i remember specifically even though i was very young and my brother and two of my cousins were out on the porch on this second story floor with a screen door dividing us me and my cousin's backs are turned to this porch deck i guess because the second story anyways Uh, balcony balcony, sure porch whatever (laughs) backs turned to, to the balcony we hear scream and my uh, cousin, who is a female, which doesn't really matter, she runs in and slams the s- screen door shut with my cousin and my brother trapped outside. Someone had accidentally kicked a wasp's nest oh. that was hanging under the <sighs> chair. And my cousin is very allergic to wasps. So they are both stuck out there with a swarm of angry bees. And we were just standing on the other side of the wasps. door. Wasps. <laughs> and we were just standing on the other side of the door wondering what to do. Because if we, like, this open the door, point. if we open the door, then all the wasps are going to come in. And right. my brother is also very allergic to bees or wasps. <laughs> Maybe they're yellow jet. I I'm not really sure which one, which type they were. But that doesn't matter once again. Okay, so just so, a little sidetrack here. You know... Bees and wasps are different things. Bees yes, is not an overarching term. Yes. Okay, good. Anyways, I'm not quite sure what happened, but basically we trapped my cousin who was super allergic and my brother who just got stung a ton of times. And this was at the beginning of the week of our vacation. Oh. And he was like super swollen up. I don't know how he got out of the situation. I think they just eventually calmed down. But he couldn't even go hang out with us for the rest of the week or go in the lake or wow. I don't know if it was a beach or a lake or something like that. He could just like sit by the pool all day. <laughs> we had to have someone stay with him at all times, but it <laughs> it really sucked for him. So, okay. This is an interesting moral question because in that moment, little bird, how old were you? I was probably like six. Oh, wow. Okay. So you couldn't even comprehend the no, I, battle of morals no. that was happening here. Uh-uh. I don't know if morals is the right word, but you get what I'm saying. Just like it's like the train debate of what to do. Yeah. So if you open the door, if you open the door, the wasps get in, and realistically, your brother and cousin get stung anyway. 
because they're going to be running in with the wasps. You absolutely open the door. They run in. You close the door. Maybe two wasps get in. They aren't just going to follow them. them. Most of the wasps will fly, stay outside and fly away. Maybe. Yeah. Or or it's not like as soon as you open the door, they're going to flood in. You keep the door shut and save everybody in the house. How many people are in the vicinity? Probably like seven. It was only me and my cousin until the scream. And then my grandpa and I think the moms and maybe my grandma rushed in. So it sounds to me like you saved seven people at the loss of two. But where do you draw the line? But these two... Both uh, were allergic to wasps. Now, no, what? Only but, only one of them was, and then my other brother, who was inside, was also allergic. But how do you rate that? So is is one person who's allergic to wasps worth two non-allergic people's? When he could lives? potentially die, like legit. Uh, you absolutely have him come inside. Ah, right. I'm just playing a little devil's advocate here. Well, it's a it's a dumb. Let's say let's say this. Advocate. Let's say me. And five random people, none of whom are allergic to wasps, are inside. And you two are outside. I don't think I open the door. That's a bad idea. Maybe two wasps get wasps get inside. You aren't gonna get stung if you open the door or yeah, not. No, you're right. Wasps, you definitely should open the door. And you have to eventually open the door anyways. How about something a little more extreme? Hmm? I don't know. Picture this. A train. <laughs> a train is rocketing down a track. I think you mean Boom. a rail, rail ship. A rail ship is rocketing down a track. You are standing above and away from the crowd with the rail lever in front of you. And you say, oh no, there's a rail ship coming. Get off the track. Nobody hears you. Because they're partying. Because there's a train. It's a probably. Travis Scott concert. Probably there's a train... Ripping at them, and no one, no one's listening. Yeah, they probably couldn't hear you yelling because there's a train making noise. Right, sure, let's go with that. They're all partying there, having a great time. One rail has a group of ten people. The other rail has a group of four. The train is four. already heading towards a group of ten people. Four. But your mom's in the group of four. Do you pr- do you pull tur- the lever and switch to the group of four? I turn around and pretend like I did. <laughs> they actually, have you guys seen the video where they like simulated this? Like, no, but I it wasn't exactly because obviously they couldn't get the mom. But basically, right there's this guy in this fake booth, like operation place where you can switch the rails, and he go like the worker goes up to this random citizen, is like, hey, could you wash this? It'll only take like 10 minutes. I got to go on break. And there's these workers on the track that the train's heading towards. And like, here's the option to switch. And I, it was so long ago, I don't remember what happened, but I'll just recommend the video. I think I have seen this video. Um, I'm sure I don't remember most what people. I think he just started freaking out. Well, okay. Yeah, that's interesting because I feel like actually I retract my previous statement. Most people probably freak out and don't do anything because they're too afraid to interact. They freak out it. and just start yelling. It's like that scene in The Dark Knight when, you know, all the all the 
bad guys are on one ship and all the yeah. normal people are on the other. And they like the great scene. both have a chance. Bre- and the guy's like the good guy or the good guy. The normal civilian's like, well, I'll do it. I'll press the button. And then he can't actually. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people would be like that. Yeah, I think from what I've heard, I've talked about this weird amount of times with my friends, but most people will not pull, pull the level, pull the lever because partially because their mom's on the other side of the track and partially because if you do pull the lever, then those four lives are on your hands. Right. But if you don't pull the lever, then it could be argued that they aren't. Yeah, the seven. I think non-interference is probably most people's gut reaction. I think if I if I had like a day to make this decision, you know, like I could just zo- zoom out of time and like think about it for a day. I think I would probably pull the lever and save six people. I mean, that's a plus six, you know, so, return. So like if you had the remote from the movie uh, Click and you could just pause I it. don't know what that movie is. Uh, I do. It's a dumb movie. Adam Sandler has a remote and he can like control time, pretty much. That sounds really dumb. So would you, if it was switched, and your mom was on the tracks that the train was already heading towards, would you switch it? It was four. It was four no, and seven, I, right? No, I would. I think I would if I had plenty of time to think about it. What I'd, what I would want myself to do, is make the train hit the lesser group of people, no matter who's in it. No matter who. Interesting. That's what I would want myself to do. But in the moment, I can't say what I would do. Probably freak out and not do anything. I feel like that's realistic. Yeah, it's fair. Well, Berg, that was a great story. Thank you. I'm People at home don't really like my storytelling because I get <laughs> I'm sure your I brother off and track. your cousin don't like it. I get off track super easily. Or I'll tell like 15 different stories at once that don't relate to each other. But I've been working on that, and I think I did. I okay. wouldn't like that either. I I can tell you that one definitely related to cereal. Yeah. Yeah. I did honestly. It kind of did. Well, you ever have that cereal that's like little bees? Uh, eat them. No. He was eating cookie Cheerios? crisp. <laughs> what? Oh, you're eating cookie crisp. That's right. Why do you remember that? I have like a super random memory. Memory bank in my brain where i remember stupid memories that i shouldn't remember and i don't remember stuff i need to remember right so like if you just give me a random scenario i'm sure i have a dumb story about it or like for example i remember all the times i did stuff i regret when i was like super young like fake running away and stuff but i don't remember like fun trips we did huh yeah it's weird that is weird Okay. Well, just a couple of loose uh, nuts and bolts up there in the sun. <laughs> if you shake them hard enough, you can hear them bounce around. <laughs> I also remember on that trip that I fell off the bed I was sleeping on, and then they moved me up to my grandpa's bed, which was on the uh, like the floor above, and I fell off that bed too because I'm a roller when I sleep. I thought you were gonna say you fell off the balcony. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you, like, looked out and, what, like, either your brother or one of your cousins was not on the balcony anymore. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, um, I thought that's where it was I going. I totally and thought then, that's where it was and going. And there were just a bunch of wasps yeah. or bees. You couldn't really so let's So um, let's go ahead and do the would you rather of, of 
the the Bergen Seth sponsored Would You Rather that we wait is this do we answer this in this episode? We yeah, we do. We, we do. do. Yeah, yeah. And then you ask our question. Okay. Bird, See take it. it away with the first half of the Would You Rather. All right, Seth. Here we go. Let's let's do a good one for a change, shall we? Ooh. All right. Would you rather never have to pay for anything medically related again, like going to the hospital or stuff like that, or never have to go to the grocery store to get your groceries, but you still have to pay for them. So, like, they just show up at your house. Okay, so this is interesting because one saves you time, the other saves you money. And everyone knows time is money. So, the question is... And it saves you a little money because gas. Which is more? Because I don't think I'll... Time ever really go to the currency. hospital that much. Right. Until, you, until you're an old man and you're falling every 30 minutes. Okay, the hospital one is a little OP, off. to be honest. I'm choosing the grocery one. Yeah, I honestly am too. Something that impacts everyday because, life. Yeah, but you still have to pay for it. And hospital stuff, like, it's super expensive. Even if you go once a year, it's probably has the ability to be more expensive than grocery trips for like a couple months. Yeah, but if you get insurance and then you save all that time, which time is a currency. Time is money. Time is money. We should write a song. You aren't going where that's a lyric. Well, time is money. We should. All right. What would be the next? You Come on, you guys got to help me out. Uh, I am the opposite of musically inclined, so I will it's not be It's just a rhyme. It's just a rhyme. Well, we'll get back to you on that <laughs> next episode. And I'm going to end this episode with a classic question of the day. If you had to only eat one type of candy, those two main types being gummy or chocolate, which candy would you choose for the rest of your life? And we will get this answer next Wait, episode. so I'm choosing one of those? Correct. You can only eat chocolate candy for the rest of your life, or you can only eat gummy candy. That's a good question. Uh, tune in next time to find out. We will uh, we'll see you around. <laughs>